0: We are joined by Damien Stevens todd He is one of the conveners of the Out in the Open Festival, which I think this year went for about a week and a half and it has just finished. It is a big celebration of our LGBTIQA plus community. Good morning, Damien.
1: Good morning, Terry.
0: How did it all go? You had a lot of different events. Possibly, was it more than ever?
1: I reckon it must be. Over 20 events across the 11 days. It was sensational. It
0: looked like a wonderful celebration, but I hadn't realised that... I know that one event had to be cancelled. I hadn't realised that a number of events had to be cancelled. Has that ever happened before?
1: Well, look, the beauty of this festival is it's all about our LGBTIQA plus community bringing their ideas, their passions together and us as a committee supporting locals to put on amazing events. Um, some of them, uh, as you've said, uh, were um, super exciting and successful. And a couple of them were cancelled. Um, we had a queerer okey event, which for those who may not <laughs> get what I just said, uh, a bit of a karaoke with a, with a queer element, a Queer Aoki event, uh, which had to be cancelled because the organiser was going in for some surgery, uh, unexpected surgery. One of the events, um, there was a bit of a protest. So um, we, we cancelled it and then moved it elsewhere. And it was still a great success. But, um, you know, there are reasons that some of the events don't go ahead and we had a great time nonetheless,
0: yeah. Was this year different to other years? I'm just wondering um, about these protests and I know that they occurred in Wangaratta as well. Um, Is this a a bit of a sort of a, I don't know, it seems like a bit of a renter crowd that moves moves around um, to protest against queer events. What do you know about them?
1: Yeah, it was a little disappointing, and you're right there. Uh, Our experience is that uh, those who have uh, very strong views on particular events, and those are generally ones where um, drag personalities uh, are reading um, storybooks, so doing rainbow story time for families, um, that, uh, yeah, people just find those events not to their taste. They could, I guess, uh, choose just not to come. (laughs) Uh, because our amazing, rainbow
0: radical family. idea.
1: <laughs> because our rainbow families, for example, my husband Chris and myself, and our little girl Fletcher, she's five, uh, love being able to sit down with other rainbow families, as we call ourselves, listen to some inclusive stories on diverse families and the like. And actually, do that with our culture. I guess people again don't, you know, always understand the history of what LGBTIQA plus culture, uh, the stonewall movement, uh, you know, the the whole HIV and AIDS epidemic and using a lot of, you know, losing a lot of our loved ones, Um, you know, people having to be because laws forbid people being gay back in the, you know, 70s and 80s, um, you know, hidden uh, and sometimes, you know, d- celebrating in, in drag, in nightclubs. Um, but, you know, there's just so much that I think um, we, we could teach and educate our broader community that may help alleviate some of these concerns around having a drag queen read to children. And quite frankly, quickly, if I, if I can say, you know, whether you are... Um, a dentist working in a, you know, in, in a child's mouth. Uh, whether you are a clown at a party, whether you are a drag queen reading a story, um, all of these people have qualifications working with children's checks. And, and if that's your concern, well, you can sure it's been, um, you know, looked look, look addressed, I guess. But we, we just do it because it's fun. It's 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 inclusive, um, and it's a wonderful opportunity. The whole festival, in fact, um, for our community and our allies to come together over eleven days. Uh, and join in, in a whole selection of different events for different
0: tastes. Yeah, the, this, the uh, queer story time really did seem to get on some people's goats. But as you say, you don't have to. You don't have to take part. So the library did end up. Shepherd and Library did un, end up cancelling the event. They were concerned about protests. And then you were able to move that event outside and it seemed to me that you got more support for the event than you would have had these protests not occurred
1: well it was beautiful on the day terry we have some locals and some other regional friends um, who have done some training over the last six months and they are now called uh, rainbow community angels (laughs) And what that training uh, really means is, as as leaders like myself, we went along and we were encouraged to understand what um, what it means to be uh, peaceful uh, when a protest is approaching you, and to stand strong and to protect those around you as Rainbow Community Angels. So several of us put on our Rainbow wings uh, and stood outside the library, um, pro- you know, in solidarity and pride provided a really safe space for 18 children and their families. You're right. There were over 100 people there on the day uh, when Frock Hudson um, read, read the stories. And, yeah, it was a beautiful time together and heaps of support. And, and you know what, Terry? Not one. Protester rocked up on the day, which really, to, yeah, which shows back to your first point. There's, there's a lot of noise and there's a lot of people travelling from you know Melbourne, like you said. But when it when push came to shove, not one protester turned up on the day and had a problem with it. Interesting. Mm.
0: Yes. Hmm. Yeah. I yeah. I, I struggle to to understand it. To be honest, I'm just wondering if you think that this year the political climate, we've had the referendum for an Indigenous voice to Parliament. There's been a bit of division in the community about some issues. Whether you think that was playing into the space this year?
1: Look, Terry, I don't have any data or research, but I do work uh, across a broad range of groups within our community. And anecdotally, I would say... That the last couple of years uh, with with COVID, and then more locally the floods, it's really put pressure on individuals, you know, including you know all families, ours too. And so, as humans, when we are under pressure, when we are stressed, uh, we return to our fight or flight or freeze, you know, mechanisms, our survival mechanisms, our instincts. And so, when for three years your body has been in this state of I need to be selfish. I need to preserve who I am. I need to look after me. You know, I'm not excusing any kind of behaviour, protesting, um, uh, you know, violent protesting. Uh, but what I am saying is there is potentially reasons for why some people um, feel that at this time um, saying no to something, um, it's protecting what they hold dear to them in the way that they have a strong belief about something seems to have accelerated more than ever and that's my experience terry yes
0: you are magnanimous as always damien
1: <laughs> well let's finish on a high though we had a huge weekend carnival day in the queen's gardens was the biggest carnival day we've had yet one fm was there and they did an amazing live broadcast for us there were 60 other stallholders food vans and hundreds and hundreds of people living their best life in the Queen's Gardens, celebrating LGBTIQA plus pride and community diversity. And what a way to end a wonderful two-week-long festival, Terry.
0: I must say the masquerade at Sam looked pretty amazing too.
1: I sure did. That event started our two-week Party <laughs> and on the rooftop of Sam, we had uh, a masquerade ball. Um, Polly Filler, uh, Frock Hudson, uh, Tom Nervosol, a, a local performer, really um, you know set the scene for a wonderful two weeks.
0: Well, I was going to ask what we can do to support the local LGBTIQA plus community at this time, but I think they sound like they're generally doing pretty well. You sound pretty positive.
1: <laughs> well, I'm exhausted. <laughs> But um, there are particular groups within our community who are struggling, um, if, I, if I can say, probably more than ever right now because of this resistance, because of this last uh, 12 months of, like you said, people saying no and people just being quite vocal. And that is our trans and gender diverse community members, Terry. Um, it was Trans Awareness Week last week. Uh, it was Trans Day of Remembrance yesterday. And why we have Trans Awareness Week and Trans Day of Remembrance is to acknowledge that trans visibility, trans pride um, needs to occur because hundreds of trans people are murdered each and every year simply for being themselves, for being trans. And that is where the attacks are coming at the moment on our LGBTIQA community because people are conflating drag queens and trans and gender-diverse people, uh, and and they simply perhaps don't understand, and I'd love to have conversations with people about this, about the difference between a drag queen, a performer, a short-term, you know, um, entertainment paid gig versus somebody who long-term is going through a transition or is trans and gender-diverse, very different things, and a lot of people um, just don't get that, I think.
0: Hmm. Mm, it is complex, but if you don't understand... Uh, I guess it's it's up to all of us to educate ourselves.
1: Yeah, or to have people like myself. There are many, many leaders in this community who are super happy to sit down, have a cuppa, more than one cuppa, and just have a chat to you about some things. Yeah, break, some break, of those fears.
0: break down some of those barriers, as you're always doing, Damien. Well, uh, glad to hear that, uh, generally speaking, the festival went really well, and no doubt you'll be planning next year's, before you know it,
1: The Save the Date's about to come out tomorrow, Terry.
0: (laughs) There you go. (laughs) I look forward to hearing about that. And um, thank you, as always, for your time, Damien.
1: Thank you. Have a great day
0: we're speaking to Damien Stevens Todd of GV Pride one of the conveners of the Out in the Open Festival Ardmona Primary School takes pride in providing every child an opportunity in learning with highly qualified and passionate staff from the local area check us out search Ardmona Primary School online and take our virtual tour our culture is clear and present in all aspects of the school our school takes a lead in supporting individualised student learning programs and is known as one of the most popular schools in the local region search Admona Primary School today or find us on Facebook, Admona Primary School, where you'll find fun, friendly students and one big family. Station sponsor. Having trouble with your internet? Has the NBN failed you? Are you only able to get the slow satellite NBN with very limited data? Are you not able to get the NBN at all? Starlink is the answer. This is a standalone internet system that I personally use at home and have tested at speeds of over 250 megabytes a second. If you are fed up with slow, unreliable internet, then call us now and book a service call to see if Starlink is right for you. Jason's TV,
1: 0403 688 666. 1FM Sponsor. This is the sound of a motorcyclist's jeans being shredded to pieces in a low-speed crash. In reality... It only lasts for 0.6 of a second before the denim disintegrates. Then his flesh is shredded by the coarse bitumen as he grates across the road like a human crayon. Remind your loved ones to wear all the protective gear on every ride. A message from the TAC station sponsor. You've been listening to a 1FM podcast.